People have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. <laughs> Ahoy, and welcome to another episode. I'm Solway, and I'm joined by... Finchy McFinch. And uh, we welcome you. I uh, hope you've had a fantastic week and all's going well. Uh, the weather's changing here. It is winter now. Getting a lot colder now. But it's not cold, is it? It's still mild, isn't it? It's still yeah. mild. But... And I reckon that in another 25 years we could have had four, four degrees on what we've got now. Yeah, yeah, easily. Which should make like this like 20 Celsius. Yeah, we do. I mean, That's do. basically a summer's day in Britain. Yeah, if we do say now is five, you know, five seasons. You know, it's not the regular four seasons. Can you have anymore. that on a pizza? Well, I might ask you yeah. next time I go in. Can I have that five seasons <laughs> a five pizza, season please? pizza, please? Yeah. So, probably look uh, at you and go, you what? Half of them don't even do four seasons, do they? No, we don't, no. Yeah. Oh, quite disappointed when I go in. Love the money. Yeah. Do like so anyway, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, it's not been too bad. Um, temperature change has uh, made me put the trousers on instead of the shorts this week. So yeah, yeah it's uh, Good. a little bit different. Let's save that. Let's save that. <laughs> Disgrace to humanity. One of them that wears shorts, you know, in any occasion, really. Well, I had two strange things happen to me that have never happened before. All right, yeah. Um, first one, I made myself sick. All right, okay. Yep, yeah, I, um, I, I had a little bit of a cold. I, I had someone with me who had a cold. All right, so not actually putting your fingers down your throat. No, no, not physically. No, no, I can, I can right, make myself okay. sick if I need to be. You know, like yeah. you, have, you have a few too many pints. And, yeah, yeah. But um, <clears throat> you get a terrible indigestion, but... Uh, no, I I had a cold, uh, still suffering a little bit from it, and I, I had a sneeze coming on, and I'm driving down the road, and I tried to open the window, and it didn't open in time, and I sneezed <laughs> against the window, and there was like two blobs of snot on the window, <laughs> and I, I I looked at it, and as I, as the window went down, it like obviously went down I thought it's clear and then it went back up and it like just streaked across the, oh, the street, no. and I felt you know where you're sick in your mouth, yeah, I was sick in my mouth. Oh, and that's to stop and clean it all up with some stuff. Talking about sneezing, because I've got a funny one on this. It was about it was probably three. It's or not f- paranormal. Three or f- yeah, this one in either. It's three or four weeks ago, and I've got the fans on in the van, you know, and they're blasting out. You know how you, sometimes you turn the fans to yeah, yeah. hit your face type thing, you know, or just just below your face. And driving driving down the road, similar to you, when I sneezed, as I sneezed, you know, I sneezed forward, still trying, you know, you got to keep an eye on the road. Try, as well, yeah. yeah. I sneezed, but as I sneezed, the fans just blow it back into oh, my dear, face. Oh dear, oh dear. So it was a case I'd pull over and you got to have a quick wipe. I I think it should be illegal to sneeze back in the in control of a motor vehicle. Well, I mean, <laughs> we should be. Should be. I mean, they ban you from using your phone. You ban you from this and that and all the rest of it. But sneezing, you've got no control. Well, I think sneeze smoking. You know, it's all got to stop, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's maybe not sneezing. Than, uh, I think you can't really affect. I was that. listening to Jerry the other day, and he was on about. Uh, masturbating it when driving, you know what I mean. She, she <laughs> yeah. was saying, "Once she, you know, how are you supposed to concentrate? Well, how are you supposed to concentrate? Yeah. People yeah. do." Yeah. Anyway, the other strange thing that happened to me the other day, and I was actually on the loo when I was reading this, <clears throat> which was ironic. Uh, this article popped up. It said, "Use." I don't know if how the phone knew right. that I was on the toilet, right? Okay. But you know, I'm not saying anymore. But the watching you, this popped up using your phone on the loo. Can give you hemorrhoids. Doctors warn. Ooh. Yeah. 
Being glued to your phone is certainly not uncommonly a trait these days, and these modern times, wherever we care to admit, publicly or not, we've all taken out our phone to the loo to help pass the time. Now, I normally play Candy Crush when I'm on the blog. Yeah. Um, to this this particular day, I was researching stories, and um, this came up. But its tempting habit could cause serious health problems, doctors have warned. In particular, they say they could give you hemorrhoids, also known as piles, or grapes hanging out the ass, which are lumps around your bottom. The problem can occur from sitting on the throne too long while scrolling through your phone may sadly only encourage the symptoms. In particular, concerning news that 57% of Brits admit to using their phone on the toilet in a recent YouGov survey. I'm glad my taxpayers' money is going to this. Well, yeah, this shit, yeah. yeah. Uh, and 8% said, always do it. But always do it. Um, right, so I won't go too much more into the details, because I mean, obviously... obviously um, what it's going to say. So, yeah, but yeah. you want to know the symptoms of piles? Obviously, using your phone on the toilet, <laughs> being the top one. Uh, bright red blood after you poo. An itchy anus. Feeling like you still need a poo after you've gone to the toilet. Slimy mucus in your underwear or toilet paper after wiping your bottom. Lumps around your anus. Moons around your anus. That's a joke. Uh, pain around your ass. <laughs> no, sorry, pain around your anus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my fucking missus must be a pile then because she gives me fucking pain in the ass right <laughs> well not only that now it's, it's, as well as that using your phone on the loo as well it's uh, obviously 5G coming out the, uh, well yeah that'll bleed, bleed from your air holes as well as your, yeah, your piles in your air holes piles in your nostrils piles everywhere uh, they're trying to make phones big, so big now that you can't put them in your pocket so they don't get sued Yeah, because it, it, like because mobile phones haven't been around so long, eventually at some point it's possible that if they are as bad as what we think they are, radiation-wise and that, yeah. then there's going to be a shitload of bowel cancers, prostate cancers yeah. coming down the line. So We keep saying these 5G boosting pylons that they keep, you know, just, I mean, your, your local street light or something, they can just stick it on top and, you know, because was, there was a story, I think, I think we mentioned it before, about mm. how the street light's cancerous. Uh, yeah, I think it's the radar on top. Yeah, they have a radar on top that was designed for the military, where it um, it scans. It's like a little sonar radar yeah. thing, yeah. and it scans. And the idea is that the street light will be on if someone needs it to be on. So the radar's watching. If yeah. you see somebody, the lights go on. Yeah. If there's nobody there, then obviously don't waste electricity by not being on. But the the, the problem with that is is that it's, you know a couple of things I've read on it. I watched a documentary on it, but the guy said that the power. To use this radar is more than the f- the light itself. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes no sense. You may as well yeah. have the light on all the time because the radar has to be on constantly. Well, there you go. So anyway, well, that and cats running down the street all the time. Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> foxes everywhere, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, the Cripplegate Ghost. Yeah. All right. And this is not as not what it seems. Okay, it's not a, it's not a, a cripple ghost. This is a Cripplegate. This is Cripplegate in London. Right. Okay. Unfortunately for the ghost, that's what na- that's the name it got. Right, she was the wife of a very well-to-do man, and one day, she apparently died. Not to put too fine a point on it, in those days, before refrigeration, the deceased were buried with some haste. The grieving husband laid his wife to rest in the church of St. Giles, Cripplegate, wearing her wedding dress and her wedding ring. The ring was valuable, and a thief heard about it. 
he bribed the church warden to open the woman's tomb and the coffin inside, within which the woman lay. The thief attempted to remove the ring from the woman's finger, but could not do it. It would not punch. So then, he used a knife and tried to cut her finger off. Not only did the finger start to bleed, but the corpse suddenly sat up in the coffin. Oh, oh dear! Not surprisingly, the thief and the church warden were so shocked that they fled the church, leaving their lanterns behind. The woman somehow managed to stagger home where she pounded on her front door. A servant answered the door and saw the mistress standing there, pale and exhausted. The servant screamed and slammed the door on the woman, thinking that she'd seen a ghost. Fortunately, her husband was home at the time and heard the commotion. Could have buried her with a front door key. <laughs> yeah. I think in future, bury your, bury your <laughs> yeah, spouse with a front door yeah. key just in case. When he saw his wife, he instantly realised that this was no spectre and let her in to the house. And she eventually made a full recovery. She lived for many years and her husband and her had four children. However, she was forever known by the people in the area as the Cripplegate Ghost. Oh dear. So, I mean, it's not really paranormal, is it? No, but it's, it's a good one to go on. Um, now... I don't know if uh, if any of you have been been watching the hangout recently on Facebook, but there's been a uh, especially with Halloween about there's been a there's been a massive moose about also yeah. moose loose moose yeah he's been uh, he's been tucking into the uh, the old pumpkin pumpkins yeah yeah he's took he's took a a bit of a keen keen look towards a pumpkin he's been tucking into him so uh, yeah someone someone's had a you know, some carved pumpkins out of... Which we all, you know, people have them on the front of a <clears throat> the driveway. Yeah, they, 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 have them, they have them everywhere, and you all carve your different faces and all that into it. But what, what I did like about it was, is uh, when I looked at the picture, you know, of, of someone, someone's been filming it outside the car on the road, and they've, they've seen this movie. Yeah, the video's what, on the article, so you can yeah, go and it's on there. check it but out. What makes me laugh is, is next next to the post box on it, there's one, there's one of the pumpkins that's got a wide open face. Yeah, I know, it's, it's been shocked as yeah. if it's been eaten. Watching his mate get yeah, look, <laughs> his head taken <laughs> off. Yeah. He just knows his fate's coming here, doesn't he? He just knows it. Um, yeah, I just wanted to cover that. I quite like that I'm, one. I'm glad, though, because it seems to me like these pumpkins just go to waste. A lot of them do. A yeah. lot of them do. I mean, once you've carved them, that's it, innit? Yeah. And I mean, there's not many people nowadays that are doing the pumpkin pies. I mean, there is people that do them, don't get me wrong, but it's not that I many Don't imagine anymore. there's that many people who like pumpkin. Yeah. It's not being introduced to the newer generation, is no. it? No. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> don't, don't show them sprouts and don't show them pumpkins. Oh, what are we going to do with all these pumpkins now? Just don't grow them. They only grow if we plant them. Yeah, it's a money maker, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's a money maker. Saying that was on about Halloween, weren't we? We mentioned it. So I think on the David Omen one, where Halloween's not really celebrated as not much, here. is it? No, not anymore. No. Well, in, in other countries it is, but here we don't. Uh, <clears throat> we don't really celebrate. I tell you what. Speaking of other countries, I'll give you a story from Mexico. Um, not going to do a Mexican accent. No, I can't do a Mexican here. accent. No. no. This is the story of La Llorona. Is that good? Yeah, and that is the weeping woman in Mexican or Spanish, I guess. Um, story goes, according to the legend, in a rural village, there lived a young woman named Maria. 
She came from a poor family, but was known around the village for her beauty. One day, an extremely wealthy nobleman travelled through her village. He stopped in his tracks when he saw Maria. Maria was charmed by him, and he was taken by her beauty. So when he proposed to her, she immediately accepted. Eventually, the two married, and Maria gave birth to two sons. Her husband was always travelling, and he began to stop spending time with his family. When he came home, he only paid attention to the children, and as time passed, Maria could tell her husband was falling out of love with her, because she was getting old. One day, he returned to the village with a younger woman, and bid farewell to his children, ignoring Maria. The bastard. Maria, angry and hurt, took her children to the river and drowned them in a blind rage. She realised what she had done and searched for them, but the river had already carried them away. Days later, she was found dead on the riverbank. She had committed the two ultimate sins, murder and suicide. Challenged at the gates of heaven for the whereabouts of her children, Maria dared not tell what she had actually done. Right. So, she therefore was permitted not to enter the afterlife until she finds them. Stuck between the land of the living and the land of the dead, she spends eternity looking for her lost children. She is always heard weeping for her children, earning the name La Llorona. It is said if you hear her crying, you are to run the opposite way. If you hear her cries, this could bring misfortune or even death on you or your family. Many parents in Latin America use this story to scare their children from staying out too late. Mm. She's also said to be guilty of snatching children at night. So if children are out late at night and she sees them, she's meant to take them thinking that they're her children. Oh, she's a snatcher. Yeah, and then kids go missing. Um, so, you know, another reason for kids to stay away from rivers and uh, lakes at night, I suppose. Yeah. Yep. But that is the story of La Llorona. La Llorona. Now, do you want me to give you one more before we yeah, go? Yeah, we'll have one more, won't we? This is one a quick more. one. This is from Japanese folklore. Uh, the story goes that <clears throat> a woman died, okay, and she died of an illness, she died young, and she left her husband and a child behind. And after some time, the, the husband remarried. But the woman, the woman he married was like an evil stepmom, and she used to beat the kid around. Right, and she could see this, but she could not prevent it because she could not gain access to the house because there was a talisman on the door which stopped spirits. You know, like people have talismans, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, the, the evil eye and all that stuff. Yeah. So his dad one of these on the door, and, and uh, <clears throat> she couldn't remove it because obviously she couldn't touch it. Yeah. And she couldn't get into the house, so she wandered the nearby area the woods it was like this uh, I was just in the woods and she wandered the woods and she'd run up to passers-by to ask for help and obviously they'd see her as a ghost and just run the other way yeah until one day a blind man was walking through the woods and this is a big chance so she goes up to the blind man and she tells him she can't get in her house some on the door she can't get in and would he help her and he says oh, of course I'll help you just crying so she t- leads him to the house and he reaches up and takes the talisman off the door. Seconds later, he hears screaming from inside. And it was later found that the woman in the house, the stepmother, had died of fright. Mm. Although it was impossible to say what she had died from. Yeah. The blind man obviously knew 
what he'd done. Yeah. And they realised that it was a ghost, but it was too late. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the moral to that is. Well, if you're blind, I don't know. It was a blind. Uh, mind you, that... well, I suppose the moral is if someone asks you to remove a talisman, don't. Well, I suppose. First of all, you should ask the blind man, are you all right? Because he's walking through a forest. Is he going the right way? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> he was probably just, He yeah. went in the right way, mate. <laughs> I suppose blind people do. Yeah, I suppose they do, yeah. yeah. I suppose it would be sensible to text someone with you. That's probably the moral of the story. If you're blind, text someone with you. If you're going to go in the forest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's it for this week. Uh, just a, one another one of our little short blasts that we're putting out this week as well. Um, hopefully we'll get a few more up uh, over the next coming weeks yes but do remember to send us your stories send them to supernaturalpod at gmail.com that's also, the email address keep an eye out on our pod, uh, on our uh, Patreon as well um, new episodes going up there as well uh, please check it out and if you haven't subscribed please uh, please consider do consider it yeah. yeah please do just two dollars two dollars is a minimum requirement and it just helps us that's two dollars well, a month two dollars a month yeah it helps us get to different sites as well you know and do different reports um but it helps us out massively because we don't do this for money whatsoever it's just a good get, job yeah well, well yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is um but yeah once again thanks for listening guys and uh we'll see you on the other side take care well they've gone no just for now wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back. If you are anything like us at Thrift Books, you love books. You know, real books made of ink and printed on paper with over 13 million used and new books starting as low as 3.99 thrift books has your next great adventure affordable textbook or cozy afternoon any format edition and condition right at your fingertips visit thriftbooks.com podcast and find your next favorite book today for the love of books thrift books